Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl. On the 17th of November 2019, I published my first Compassion in a T-shirt video titled Understanding Fears, Blocks and Resistances to Compassion and How to Work Through Them. You can see that first slightly dodgier video here. All this time later, and I'm excited to return to the topic of working with fears, blocks and resistances to compassion. Because we have just had a new paper published in the journal Counseling and Psychotherapy Research titled Therapists' Perspectives on Working with Fears, Blocks and Resistances to Compassion in Compassion-Focused Therapy. So if you like, you can access a copy of it via the link in the description below. I'll give you a summary of the paper and the concluding five preliminary guidelines to working with fears, blocks and resistances. So let's dive into the paper and see what it might have to offer. One of the great things about this paper is that I got to write it with some wonderful colleagues. The team included myself and James Kirby here in Australia and Tobin Bell and Alison Dixon in the UK. James, of course, is my colleague at the University of Queensland. Tobin is a brilliant therapist, trainer and researcher now based at University of Manchester and Alison is also a wonderful therapist at the Manchester NHS. So working with them was great. What we did was we recruited 64 experienced and well-trained compassion-focused therapy or CFT therapists from around the world, offered them definitions of fears, blocks and resistances to compassion or FBRs, and then asked them to respond to five open-ended questions tapping into their perspectives on how to work with FBRs in CFT. We defined FBRs as inhibitors that prevent compassion motivation from being turned on or acted on, such that the signal of suffering is either not noticed by an individual or does not result in an action to alleviate said suffering. Fears of compassion relate to the avoidance or fear response that individuals can have to compassion. These include, for example, fears that compassion is a weakness or self-indulgent, or that compassionate efforts will be seen as incompetent, unhelpful, or rejected. Blocks refer to when an individual would like to be compassionate but is unable due to environmental constraints, for example, lack of time or resources, while ignorance or lack of insight into the causes of suffering can also block compassion. Resistances refer to when the individual could be compassionate but is not. This is not necessarily due to fear, but rather because they see no point to compassion or are focused on competitive self-advantage and thus hold on to their resources instead of sharing them. Okay, 
So given these definitions, the five open questions. What are the most common FBRs you encounter in your clinical practice? And when in treatment do they typically arise? How do you understand or formulate these FBRs with your clients? What are the specific ways you work with FBRs with your clients? What are the specific therapeutic methods you use? Please explain the rationale for using these methods. Briefly describe how you learned how to work with FBRs in the context of CFT. What helped and why was it helpful? Given your learning experience, what would be the best way of teaching CFT trainees about how to formulate and work with FBRs in CFT? What are your top three tips for addressing FBRs in CFT? The participants were then free to write as much or as little as they liked to answer each of these five questions. Tobin and Allison poured through this qualitative data using thematic analysis, coding the participants' answers into overall themes that captured something important in relation to our overall question. This process produced a wealth of information that was then neatly grouped into four interrelated superordinate themes, each with their own sub-themes. Check out the paper itself for some of the details here. From there, we were able to get a real sense of the perspectives of these experienced and well-trained CFT therapists regarding how to work with FBRs. And thus, we arrived at some preliminary guidelines for working with FBRs in CFT. One, be prepared to work with FBRs in CFT. In CFT, working with FBRs is the work. FBRs to compassion are a very natural outcome of being born with our evolved tricky brains and then having certain life experiences that shape us especially difficult experiences with attachment figures. So FBRs are not a bad thing and they certainly need not be feared. In fact, CFT therapists honour them, the validity of their presence, and work towards understanding their function. Two, develop a shared formulation of the functions and origins of FBRs. So it's important to identify and explore any given person's own experience of FBRs and try to develop with them a formulation around how the FBRs function now and the origin of those FBRs in terms of their specific life experiences. It's a delicate process that often involves fear, vulnerability and shame. People are often stuck in the double bind of wanting and needing connection and care, but being unable to open up to it due to the painful threat-based emotions and experiences behind those FBRs. Three, use de-shaming psychoeducation and guided discovery. Psychoeducation around the CFT evolutionary model can be very helpful to normalise the experience of FBRs. 
also psychoeducation and guided discovery around the definition of compassion and the related qualities. For example, wisdom and courage can be very helpful as well. Misunderstandings of what compassion is, such as that it's soft, weak or indulgent, can be a powerful source of FBRs and clarifying the definition can help address that. Four, addressing FBRs directly through experiential interventions. As well as providing psychoeducation, CFT therapists should address FBRs by helping the client build a sense of soothing and safeness in the body through body-based practices. Build the capacity for compassion through imagery-based practices and then address the FBRs directly through chair work, imagery, compassionate letter writing, method acting, all of which may be used to approach the part of the client experiencing the FBRs and offer that part compassion. For example, the therapist might invite the person to sit in one chair, embodying that part of them that fears compassion. Interview that part, explore the fear, and then move chairs and start to embody a different part of them, their compassionate part, and bring compassion to the fears. Five, support the work with cultivating safeness and connection in the therapeutic relationship. In many ways, the origins of FBRs are in the relationships we've had, especially difficult or painful attachment relationships, but also difficult experiences with others in our lives. However, the way to address FBRs and move through them in the context of CFT is also in relationship. And the therapeutic relationship offers a powerful relational place for the client to feel valued and respected, where trust and courage can begin to develop. We understand a lot more about fears, blocks and resistances to compassion now. Things get in the way. It's normal and valid that this might happen sometimes. These fears, blocks and resistances arise from our tricky brains and our tricky life experiences. We also know that there's the double bind. People fear compassion, but they also know that they need it. We all need it. It's a key part of navigating the human experience, human suffering and human survival. And so this paper offers a modest contribution to how we can help people work through their fears, blocks and resistances. There's stuff we can do. And in CFT, there's psychoeducation, certain strategies and experiential practices that really do help. Thanks for watching. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Check out the paper, be in touch or leave a comment below. And if you like, subscribe. It really helps to get the word out there.